0: BLOB TALK RADIO Let's keep it around Blessings, blessings, blessings to you on this beautiful Father's Day Sunday. We thank and praise God that you have taken the time to join us on today. Happy Father's Day to all of those wonderful men out there who have stepped up to the plate to be fathers and mentors and guides and all of those wonderful things that God has called you to, we are so grateful to God for you on today. We just want to just give a shout out to all of you wonderful men who, whether biologically, spiritually, Um, or just because no one else was there have stepped up to the plate. Seriously, we honor you on today because fathers are an incredible blessing to one's life. And we wanted to talk about that today. Today we were talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of fatherhood. We recognize and understand that some of you um, have the testimony of having a dynamic man Um, Man of God, good moral man, good leadership in the household, good man um, as a father, and and he shaped and molded your lives in ways that you could not even imagine would have happened had he not been there. But we also recognize the fact that some of us grew up in fatherless homes. We recognize that, and, and we want to talk about that on today as well as honoring those that did step up to the plate so, again, I am so, so grateful that you've joined in with us on today, and we just want to make sure we take the time out to honor those that have taken up their mantle and their cross as being fathers. Uh, I'm going to allow my, my co-host to welcome and to give her shout-out on today. Good afternoon, my love. How are you?
1: Hey, Elder,
0: how beautiful, how are you? I'm I just awesome. want to say I'm hi. Awesome. Is DL on the phone? He is Did not DL on make it yet. On the phone no, today. he is
1: not on yet. I just want uh, to give I a shout out to him. him. And,
0: hmm? I don't know if he's going to make it or not. He has not responded to my text, but um you go ahead, go ahead. we can he you can hear the archives if he does miss it.
1: Okay, I'll tell you what elder you you always you are just God is blessing you in your spirit to come up with some good topics, and I'll tell you what it is a lot to be a father. I tell women all the time, I believe that God put women on the earth so we can show a man the compassion that a woman has and the care. Mm-hmm. And I believe that God gave us a man in our lives so he can show a woman how to be feel protected and how to have values mm-hmm. and morals about how a man should treat her. Now, we don't always mm-hmm. walk into that same situation, sis, and I realize that sometimes mm-hmm. with father. But I will tell you something. I truly believe statistically that when a father is in your life, it has a tendency to turn the tables a little bit differently for you. Opposed to a mother yes. trying to be both of them, or a father mm-hmm. trying to be both of them. So I just want to give mm-hmm. shout outs to men. because I'm gonna tell you something. I know as a mother how hard it is sometimes to parent. Well, sometimes it's just as hard as a father because I know with me as a as a young lady when I was young, I used to look up to my father. So everything he did mattered to me. I don't think he realized mm-hmm. it that much. So when I seen him, because I had a, I I believe I told this once before on the show, I had a good looking father. My father loved beautiful women. And um, to me, you know, I've seen him with many different women and, and how he treated them. So in my heart, I felt, and not trying to put him out like that because he's gone to heaven, and I'm just going to tell you how I felt. In my time of seeing him, what he was doing, I felt, well, if my father can do that with other women, then that means that. I'm not going to have a man to respect me. I'm going to have a man that's going to treat me the same way. The, mm-hmm. the turnover of it, Elder, is God bless my mother with a good man, my, um, my stepfather, James Ray, which was a father to me. And let me say something to you. Thank God for it because it made a big difference. Because one thing I've seen is mm-hmm. the nurturing, we weren't his daughters. But he used to tell us all the time, it doesn't take sperm to make a child. It's the one who takes mm-hmm. care of you, who and cares about your values and your morals about being a young lady, and show you right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So it, if it's me out there, even if you, you know, because I'm noticing now, sis, there's a lot of stay home dads now, more than it ever has been, because it didn't. Sometimes mm-hmm. that wasn't even heard
0: of a stay home dad.
1: Now there's more stay home dads because now they're getting because of the women now are being the food um, breadwinners. So with men, when it's like that, I think it's good because I see the reactions, when even on my job, when, when the little girls come in with their fathers, opposed to when they come with their mothers sometimes. Their fathers can say something, and they're, and they're, they're like looking in his eyes like he's that knight in shining armor. So I just want to give a good shout-out for all the men because I know it's not easy as well. It's not easy being a mother. So that's my say on it. Thank you.
0: That that's that's very, very true. Um in, in all respects of what you just shared. I mean, you've kind of touched on on all of it, um, in in one swoop, um, other than the absentee father. But, you know, when we said we were gonna discuss the good, the bad and the ugly of fatherhood, it 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 is such a viable entity in our lives to have a father and
1: when I that agree.
0: that individual and that person is missing there is an absolute void there is an absolute void in the life of that child growing up. And I I know for myself, I was a single mom for the duration of my children's um, growing up, seriously, even, and and I'm not trying to throw my husband under the bus, but even when I got married, I was still a single mom because he didn't know how to deal with teenage children because he had never had to deal with that before. So I still had to play that dual role of, of You know, Peacemaker and all of these different um, things that went into it. I did the very best I could as a single mother, but I could not replace the fact that there was not a man in my home. No matter how hard I try. Now, hear me, ladies out there, because trust me, I take my hat off to all the single moms stepping up to the plate and doing what you got to do and doing the best you can to make it through. Please hear me. Please hear me, because um, I feel you. Okay, I've walked that walk, Tam. I know you walked that walk too. So I you on that but it does not negate the fact that there is still a void there yes. when a man is not present in the household now it is. for me I, I I thank and praise God that you know I had a, a father in my life at least for the first seven years of my life and and so that made a huge difference and I honor my father today, my daddy, because that, you know, it was like he was my world, and I honor him even deeper possibly than some people honor because of the fact that he didn't have to be my daddy. It wasn't a matter that he released semen and produced me. It was a matter that he went and took me out of an orphanage and gave me his name and loved me unconditionally. So I absolutely honor him today, and I'm so grateful that god chose him to be my father you know this was definitely by calculation and design and just as you just said tam one of the things he taught me in those short seven years before he went on and made his trans transition to glory was how I i had the flip side i had where he taught me how a woman was to be treated because of what i saw and how he treated my mother and yes. that That's i so am important 60 years yes, old, that has carried me for the past 53 years okay yes. of of yes. what what that proper is. And I'll never forget this, Tam, and this is real, because a few years after my father passed, my mother had this boyfriend who I detested. I, I, I just have to be honest. I, you know, it,
1: it was a serious
0: fate, okay? It was something God had to deliver me from even after the man was dead and gone. I'm so serious. But I detested this man. And the reason I detested this man is because I saw him treat my mother in a way unlike what my father did. So, therefore, you didn't have the right to be in my home, you, and i you definitely didn't have the right to, for me to honor and respect you. Now, they never married. They were only together for a few years, thank God. But, you know, it, it was like there was no honor to hear you, hear you this man.
1: You, you I, know hear what I'm you. I hear you. I
0: hear you. Yes, no I do. do. And you know what's funny, Cam? He had two biological children, and guess what? They had no honor or reverence or respect for him either because apparently he had treated his ex wife in that same manner. So they didn't respect him either. So, you know, it is it is vital to understand the role that God has given men. I was sitting in church this morning, and I'm going to let you chime in on this in just a moment. But I was sitting in church this morning as Apostle Hardin was, was delivering a strong word to the men in the church. It was an awesome word. But what he delivered, and, and, and this, is, this is me because I, I deal in Revelations, um, and as he was speaking, one of the revelations that God gave me was this: is that when a father is not present to protect his children, then the children are vulnerable for the ways of the enemy to come in and seduce them.
1: I agree, Elder. And I, I 100% lie. agree. Wow, I agree but with you that. Know Yes, I do. Men don't
0: understand how viable and how valuable and how important their presence is. You may not get along with the mother of your child, but you need to put make bygones, be bygones, and be in that that. child's life. And ladies, if you call yourself punishing the man by keeping him away from the children, you are doing a disservice service to your children your they self. have that yes, right yes. they have the right to be protected yes. and loved and affirmed
1: by their father
0: go ahead sis. i agree
1: that is you know what you 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 like me what you just said you did everything in a nutshell you you wrapped everything up in one you know elder i i try to I'm, i might work today and i see a lot of women coming in with the children and the fathers And it just really makes my heart happy when I can see a a family unit. But, you know, it's so sad because we always heard the saying when we were growing up, mama's baby, papa's baby. Never really knew what that meant. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you the good, Mm -hmm. the bad, and ugly on that side because I remember my first child and I thought I was in love with her father. Mm -hmm. And when it didn't work out between Mm -hmm. he and I and he was hurting me, I withheld my child from seeing her father because of my anger. But I remember one time she looked at me and she said, I want to see my daddy. And i never forget saying, why do you want to see him? And she said, because I love him like I love you. And I remember hmm. that, and I remember calling him over, because he had not seen her in almost like six months. And I remember um, having him by. And when she seen him, she cried like a baby. like Like I had... Wow like I had just blessed her with the best gift that I could have ever done. That's when it let me know mm. that, like you're saying sis, ladies, it's such a selfish gesture. I know it hurts. I know it's no good, and I'm not telling anyone to stand up to abuse. If he's abusive and, and, and you're around your children, then you have every reason not to have him around. But Absolutely. I'll tell you this Absolutely. over and over again. I see more I mentor now. I see more young men angry and they're not just angry at the world, they're angry with their mothers, as if it was their mother's mm-hmm. fault, the reason for their, wow. them and their, their father not being together. And it, it, it wow. takes a strange detachment in a way, sis, because of what you're saying. I'm not, we're not just meaning to bring, it, but bring them the ugly, but I will tell you this. I truly believe when a man sticks around in his child's life, whether you're with the mother or not but you're doing everything that you can to have some kind of order in your life with your children and it's okay. And they just, they're so mm-hmm. much healthier the way their thinking is and the way that they believe life should be. Even young ladies. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just going to put it out there like that. I just got to put it out there. And again, this has nothing to do. Please hear me. Cause I love everybody, whether you're a lesbian or gay or whatever it is. But when you talk to a lot of young ladies right now, And they're starting since right now to become lesbians, even in in elementary now. When you sit down Mm. and you talk to them to really see what their stand is about it and why did it become like this, the first thing out their mouth is, my father was no good. My father was Mm. nowhere around. So what they did was, Mm. they attached themselves to a young man trying to look for love all in the wrong places. See, that's where that came Mm -hmm. from, looking for love in all the wrong Mm -hmm. places. Because if she would have felt right. that attachment to her father, if he could have at least just let her mm. know that she was loved, I guarantee you her yeah. value of herself would be so different. Again, I remember Absolutely. walking in upon my dad, swooping in on this woman. If you, I promise you, I would have said to you, wow, my dad, my real father had looked like a snake, like a serpent. The way he was coming on to her and she was giggling, he had her mesmerized. And I remember it. To him, it was only going to be for that night. He was already married. Mm. So Mm. when I seen that, and then he would, I remember being with my stepmother. He never, you know what I'm saying? The thrill was always gone with my dad. He was okay as long as they were beautiful and thin, but don't let them blow up five or ten pounds more. Lose any more hair than what Mm. they came with. I'm just being honest. Then my father Mm -hmm. wasn't nowhere around anymore. And I was there as a stepchild trying to console them. Because I've seen the way he treated them. And you know what, sis? I'm going to be honest with you. I believe in my heart. I was trying to always look for, Hmm. should I say, I don't care what anybody say. I believe a lot of times when we get married, sometimes, not all the times, we look for qualities and characteristics of our father. And men a lot of times do that about their mothers. They have mommy Mm -hmm. issues. Sometimes they'll marry a woman Mm that looks like his mother somehow. Or a strength Mm -hmm. that he wished that she would have exuded around him. Right. And I'm going to tell you something. That's how a lot of people do pickings. And sometimes, sis, that's not always a good idea. So true. So true. Are you there? I'm here.
0: Yes, ma'am. I just didn't want to over talk it. I just felt, yeah. No, no. What what you're saying is so true. um, Because... We need affirmation, and it is the Father that affirms us. That's why it is so important that we develop a relationship with God the Father, not about religiosity, but a relationship so that we can recognize and understand his unconditional love for us and his affirmation for us. And and I want to bring this into the equation because, We've all, well, not we've all, but a lot of us have suffered from um, that boy that is there when a father is not around. Like I said, I, I thank God for my daddy. He blessed me for seven years, but then he was gone. After seven years, he was gone. It, it left a major void, and especially because I had a good daddy. You know, sometimes, you know, when you have a bad father, that, that them being gone may be a good thing. You know what I'm saying? If you have an abusive yeah. father or one that molested you or whatever, him being out of the equation is good, you know. But there still is that, that emptiness and that void for desiring affirmation, that male affirmation. Be you a daughter or a son, we both need male affirmation in our lives. And I think that's, that's part of the void of what women go through when they attach themselves to certain men is they're looking for that affirmation. Like you said, that they're, they're kind of looking for their father in their relationship. Now, our husbands affirm us in a completely different way than our fathers do. Okay, and we need to understand that. We're not trying to go out there and marry daddy, okay? our, Our husbands are there to be that support, and he takes on that role of protector that our father once had in our lives. However, we have to recognize and understand that if you grew up And you did not have that affirmation in your life that you got to get into that place in God where you allow him to affirm you, where you allow him to take up that void that is missing. Seriously. Amen. I had a woman tell me this once, and I may have shared this before on one of the broadcasts, but it, it struck me. It struck me and it never left me. And here's what she said. She was into Catholicism. And um, she said to me it was easier for her to pray to the Virgin Mary than it was to a quote-unquote male God because of what she had suffered at the hands of her father. Okay. Now, because I grew up, yeah, it's deep. It is deep. And because I grew up in Catholicism, I could address it, okay, because my my words to her was, first and foremost, never judge God by man's standards. That's number one. Come on, sis. Okay. Say that one more time, though. Say that one more time. Never, never judge God by man's standards. Okay, Come because on. he is not a man mm-hmm. that he should lie, nor the Son of man that he should repent. hath he Come not on. said it, and won't he make it good? okay, so Come you on. have to Come recognize on. and understand mm. that you have to know that you you don't judge God by man's standards that's number one number two you do you don't need because God is a loving. Father, and we use that term as a term of endearment and reverence unto Him, because He is truly all God. Okay, but He, but He has that protective quality and the ability to affirm us as a father would. So that's how why we look at Him in the sense Father God. Okay, understand that. You have to understand that you need that one on one with him. I know that you yes. have been hurt. I know that you have been disappointed. The things that you have encountered and the things that you have gone through in life and it may have been at the hand of a man. I can testify I went through hurt and pain so deeply with the male species at one time, I didn't like men because it was like, no, I will not let another one hurt me like that, okay? So I'm just being yeah. honest and transparent, and it wasn't from a father's standpoint. It was from a male um, relational standpoint. But the key uh, is, is to recognize and never, never, never think that you need an intermediator to go unto your father. And that's what I had to point out to her. I was like, baby, Mary can't help you. Mary was a mortal woman just like you are. Okay, praying oh to God. Mary does not help you. You have direct conference with your father. Father and with your elder brother Jesus, okay, you can go directly to them. You have got to tear down this wall of defense where God is concerned. You can be you, you you can have that wall until God delivers you from that hurt and pain against man. But don't allow what man has done to you keep you from your relationship with God. That God is powerful, vital.
1: That's powerful. That's That's powerful. powerful. That, wow, that is so powerful. Oh, wow. You know, that that can speak in a lot of different ways, and that might have to be another show, but just what you're saying, it just opened it up even more, and if I can just break it down a little bit more. See, ladies, a lot of times Mm -hmm. what happens is, like what you just said, we begin to look at God like that man, and he's not. Or we begin to go through certain situations with different men and our relationships, and we think that why, why would God allow this to happen to us? But a lot of times if you get in your quiet space, the Lord will basically tell you if that man is for you. You said something the last show and the show before that. We need to know how to pray to God and ask the right questions and to pray the right prayers. Because a lot of times, like you're saying, we look on the outside of a man. You know what I'm saying, what he looks like? Oh, man, he looks good. Because he knows how to really drop that line down and tell you how beautiful you are and everything. But that doesn't necessarily, that's what makes him a father. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that 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 doesn't make him a man, but it doesn't necessarily make him a father. A father is more than just taking what he has inside of him and bringing a baby to this world. I talk to a lot of young men right now that I mentor and always say to them, you think it's cool to have a child? And bring a child in the world, and then when you don't like the mother no more, you don't like the child. But that's not doing anything, because now you started another generational curse that needs to be broken. We need to look back on what's going on with ourselves. And men, we need to look at ourselves as the men in the mirror. I know a lot of good men that have been married, and they have married women that have just been totally hateful about them having anything to do with their children. And this is how I feel. No, I understand that. But how important is it to you? Sometimes you have to go over mountains and obstacles to be a good father, but it's worth it. Because what you've done by, to me by you being a good father, you've broken generational curses that the enemy is trying to come in and start. You know that your daughter is going to want to be treated good by a, a good man because you know what she's going to say? My father never treated my mother that way. My father never, you know what I, you know what I used to tell people? One thing I know. My father never put his hands on my mama, so if you put mm-hmm. your hands on me, I know something is out of order. Not that I haven't been in relationships right. like that. But you know what I'm trying to say? Because see, when you see the, mm-hmm. when you see the abuse of your father, then a lot of times we ladies we get in abusive relationships because we feel like that's all that we deserve because we didn't see well, it that at is our. Because <laughs> that is that's you know what I had the teleco worker today. She said, "Well, Miss Tanya, they said that that's normal." I said, "Yeah, but let me ask you a question. If you're in a room with a bunch of liars, then you would think the lie is the truth. Mm. So we, it's like we find ourselves in situations sometimes. I don't don't judge it about, uh, the book by its cover all the time. Read the back of it, open it up, and look at the yes. introductory and see what the yes. chapters are all about. Yes. You would think a lot of so." You know what I'm saying, Elder? So um, it is. It's really sad because it, it, it it's a lot to it. But I will tell you this. I've seen a. Sometimes a mother can't quit being a mother. Now, there are some that do. But a lot of times we can't quit being a mother. Why is it so easy for fathers, easy to quit being a father? That's the question. You know, I think, I think that some of
0: it is conditioning. Some of it is conditioning. You know, it, it, it comes from your upbringing. Uh, again, that, that missing affirmation of a man in the household. Maybe that man grew up in a household where the father just walked away, okay, just threw up his hands and walked away. Or maybe that person grew up in a household where they had an absentee father even though he was in the house. A lot of times children encounter that. It's like the dad is working so much or like your father, he may be emotionally detached and he's so busy running after this skirt and that skirt and what have you. Yeah. That yeah. you know, he, he becomes he becomes an absol an absentee father. So, you know, we yeah. I, I learned this through my own marriage. This is truth. I've learned that when you don't grow up with commitment in your household at a Especially that affirmation of commitment from your father, you tend to not know how to make commitments to others. I love yeah, that. That's powerful. Um, with, that's powerful. And it's real. It's truth. Because I know for my husband, when he grew up, he grew up in a home with an absentee father. Now I love my father-in-law. He's cool and everything, but he, when he and and Carlton's mother separated. He went on to live his own life, and there were years that passed wow. that the kids didn't even see him you know and then wow. when they did, they would go and spend a little time and then you know be shuffled off somewhere else now in Carlton's um, in Carlson's case, like it was him and his older sister, you know she wound up staying um i guess with her 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 great grand or her her grandmother, her mother's mother. But Carlton, any time he did something wrong, he was shipped someplace else. He was shipped to great aunts' houses. He was shipped in between both different grandparents' houses and stuff. So he did not grow up knowing commitment. And if you mess up, then somebody sends you somewhere else. And in our relationship, that turned out to be a pattern. That, you know, if something was wrong, he could sack a belief. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I can believe that. It wasn't about doing yes. security. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To work it out, yes. he just gone. I'm like okay, yes. you know this is this is not what marriage is about. But but he did not have that that commitment modeled out in front of him. His I assume, and and, and I, I could be wrong, but. Uh, there was separation in both grandparents' house, there was separation in um in his home and then he was shifted all around so for him if that was then just go. Just
1: I can go. understand that and like
0: you said, wow. we pattern ourselves by what we see. We pattern yes. ourselves by what we see. So it was, like, later on within our second marriage that I had to sit the brother down and say, I'm not doing this no more. This back and forth, I'm not doing this. You know, and I had watched it in, in his stepmom and his dad's life where they would do that back. So I'm like, hold up, homeboy, okay? This ends. This she stops did. here. She Either we're going to do this or we're not going to do this. And, and this is my last go-round. Seriously, oh, this is my everybody. last go-round. Either it's going to work, mm-hmm.
1: okay, or it's not. She and I don't have it, any
0: problems working at the relationship, but I'm not doing this back and forth. But, see, because I, I didn't grow up with, with that model dot in front of me, I grew up seeing my parents struggle through whatever the struggle was and make it work. You know, and again, yes. like I said, you, you guys, you don't understand how important it is to shape and mold that as babies coming up. I only had seven years with my dad. However, within those seven years, he taught me lifetime lessons just by yes. the sheer example he lived out in the home.
1: Yes, and you your were getting little girl, vital. Yeah, yes, my I grandmother was. always told yes, me you were, your, you were your daddy's little girl, and and my grandmother used to tell me everywhere your daddy was, you were, you know what I'm saying? And, I and was. um Yep. Yeah, you were. Yeah, and um, he would dress your mama would dress you up like a little doll because my grandmother said your mama was always sharp, <laughs> and your daddy was always sharp with his zoot suits and everything else, and you were his doll, and he loved you, and I, and a lot of times, see, you know, I know you did, and you know it's just. You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling people out there. if man, you know, when we were growing up, I was talking to my husband the other day because we were watching some old old shows. You know, Father Knows Best and Leave the Beaver, you know, and all those shows like that. See, when we were growing up, our shows were different, and they taught us um, mm-hmm. always showed us families. But let me say something, people. Mm-hmm. We never mm-hmm. seen black families. We always seen white families. Mm-hmm. So on television yep. at the time, and until a certain time. We we it wasn't black families being happy, and if it did, we finally did have a black family. It was um it was a good time, and it was always about a black family struggling. But let me just say this to you: just take that illustration because one thing about it is, one thing about it is when we used to watch Good Times, the father always had a strong commitment as a father in that family, and what he said went.
0: Yes, he did. But
1: see, yes. But what's happening now is. And a lot of the families, it's becoming so dysfunctional because when you're not together as a unit, as a couple, then it's hard to be together as a unit with your children. So if you Mm. don't like each other, then you can fake it. You can put a smile on your face. You can say something under your breath. But if your daughter hear you call your husband something, then she's going to feel it's okay for disrespect. So right. I tell That's people right. that it's so important what, you, what you're what you giving them. It's so important what you're affirming to them in these relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we get relationships now as two women, two relationships now two men. I'm not saying that they can't raise a child. But God p- provided a balance for a reason. Adam and Eve, it yeah. was for a reason. Because, see, you can yeah. have two women. I'm not saying to you that with some women ain't out there as strong as men because I've seen them. That I've even had to question and go, dang, is that a man or a woman? Because they show them delicious. I don't want to be saying they're delicious and they're a woman, but I've made mistakes like Mm. that before. No pun intended. But what I will tell you is it's very hard, whether you pretend like you're a man or not, to be a man in a boy's life. Because what you're sending Mm. a message to that boy is confusion. So what happens? Then he gets out there, and then he's confused. And then it's vice versa. So my father sent confusing messages to me. But when my stepfather came along, and he loved my mother, and I've seen him treat my mother good, I promise you, it took me a while, ladies, or whoever I'm speaking to out there, but I judge my husband, the one I'm married to right now, about the same characteristics that my my stepfather held. Because Mm. I knew how much he loved my mother unconditionally, yes. and he loved us yes. unconditionally, and he stood that. He didn't have to. So what I'm saying to people is, when you're dating out there, and and, and I'm going to leave it on this note, when you're dating and you know that that woman had kids, don't marry her if you're not willing to go in there and be the man over her mm. children. Don't go in there just trying to think you want to you wanna have a cake, but you don't want nothing else to come Amen. along with the cake. You don't want the icing or nothing else. Mm. Because then you go in there, and what's happening is you're you're causing dysfunction to family. Yeah. It's just amazing yes. me a man to look at a woman because she's beautiful, and he's dating her and everything fine. She got three or four kids, and then when he marries her, he don't like none of the kids. What is that?
0: Mm.
1: What kind of mess is that? You know. So it's so much. Like you saying with this show today, no, it is good fathers out there, and we lift them up and commend them because I know some.
0: Hallelujah! And we yes. thank you
1: for being the men that you are. I promise you, if I had a trophy and 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 a and a and a, and a, and a, and a and a gold medal for all of you, I would do that. Please stand up because we need to know. Mm. There's women out there right now that need to know, but for all the yeah. men out there, just because you're looking at a woman for her hips, her lips, and her fingertips and she got kids and you don't want to accept them, then you have no business being in that relationship with her. Hmm. None. Because you're causing None dysfunction whatsoever. amongst the family unit. I agree. And that's I real. That's real. Let me tell you,
0: my, my husband will tell you, so I don't mind sharing that. In that first marriage, it was ugly. And part of the reason it was ugly was the fact that he will admit to you, he wanted me. He didn't want all that went with me. He wanted me. And, and like you just said, I came with luggage, two of them, a boy and a girl, okay, a son and a daughter. So you him coming into the household, he desiring me and not knowing how to be a father caused chaos in the home. So, you know, you, it, you got to stop him through before you just jump into a situation that could be detrimental to everybody in there. Now, I think and praise God, we can fast forward years later. Girl, I thought about this today, and it blessed my soul. Our first wedding. Our first wedding was 28 years ago today. It was June 18th. It was on wow. a Sunday, and it was Father's
1: Day. Wow. And I was like, and Father's Day wow. sure was. That was
0: our first wedding. So it was like, you know, I think of the goodness of God and what he has done through the years in the relationships. My husband and my children have wonderful relationships now. Okay, my husband and my grandchildren have good relationships now. Wasn't always so, okay, wasn't always so, but I thank God that He took us all through processes to get us to where we are today. So, it, you know, I, I, ladies, hear me. You know, God, when God says that this relationship, you may be with a man right now, and God has told you He ordained it, but it looked like purity hell right now, and you going, I don't know about all of this. Okay, <laughs> hear the voice of God and let him be God and let him guide you in how to handle the situations. Amen. A lot of i we agree with that handle I mean. them all wrong. You know, because, see, I had to get saved to get married. I ain't going to lie to nobody. Marry a man, submit <laughs> to a man, I don't think so was my motto, okay? So <laughs> it took the hand of God on my life for me to even get married. And then to get married, to declare myself to just one individual and then had that individual trip on me, that was a whole nother thing in God. Okay? But God is, he's loyal to his word. If he has told you, I'm going to tell, tell you just like the man, the, the preacher said to me when I was getting ready to get divorced for the second time, that if God told you to marry that man or that woman, whoever's listening to us, it might be the fathers on the line, and God told you to marry your wife or whatever, you better not get a divorce. You better hear the voice of God and allow God to teach you, train you in where you are lacking because it ain't all on them, okay? It's two sides to this. If you allow God to do what he needs to within you, he will in the interim be working on that other person. But if you're sitting there just constantly pointing a finger at the other person saying it's them, it's them, it's them, it's not me, then you've missed it. You've missed it. So you've got to hear God. And this is not this was not the marriage show. This was supposed to be the Father's Day show. But I just feel led to share this. You know, let God lead God and direct you. Now, on a flip note on that, men, 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 I wanna to speak to your spirit today. And I wanna encourage you. There are fatherless children all over all over that need mentorship they need a man to step into their lives okay and say you know let me lead you or guide you or impart into your life without you verbally saying it you step into that role thank god for the spiritual dads that are out there thank god For the men that will go into the inner cities and take these children, not in abusive way, but take these children and mentor them and speak into their lives and be those sounding boards that they need and be those voices of affirmation. You hear about it all the time. You hear athletes speak on it, you hear actors speak on it, you hear everyday people speak on it. That if it had not been for so and so coming into my life and showing me the right way to go, I know I wouldn't be here today. So I want to speak to your spirit today to say, you know what, that you may not have fired biologically a child, or you may have a house full, but if God is touching your heart and telling you to import into the life of another child, please do so. Please, please do so. I look at my son, and, and when I was Um, after I had given birth to him, and and in my household, my dad was gone. His father was an absentee father, but there was, we had a family friend, and I used to call him my surrogate dad because he did all the work for my mom and what have you, and he would even try to fight some of my battles for me with my mother, Um, just basically to stand up for me, but, Um, he took my son under his wing and and became a grandfather figure to my son and taught him how to do plumbing work and taught him how to be a handyman and to do different things, male bonding. That was so important in my son's life because I, I couldn't teach him those things. I was doing the best I could, as I said, as a single mom, but he needed a man to speak into his life. Be that man. Be that one. I remember listening to Denzel Washington and him talking about a man that he admired so to the point that his walk that all the ladies be looking at when he be strutting, okay, he adopted his walk from this man. He said that, you know, the man was a part of the Boys and Girls Club, and the man spoke into his life, and he admired this man so that he took on characteristics of this man. It is very, very important that you don't leave any fatherless children out there. Seriously. We cannot stress it strongly enough the importance of a father's role in a child's life. And it does not have to be that biological man. My biological sperm donor said he wanted no parts of me before I even made my grand entry into the world, which is how I winded up in an orphanage because my biological mother had nowhere to turn. Her family turned on her, you know, she was she was in a place where she only had one family member and that That family member put her out because, remember, I'm a product of the 50s, and back in the day it was taboo and a shame and that scarlet letter for a woman to have a child out of wedlock. So I winded up in this orphanage which I'm not sad about. I, please hear my heart. I thank and praise God for Coy and Mildred Sparks. I promise you I do because those are the two people that God ordained to be my mother and my father, whether it was biological or not. So I'm grateful for it. But I'm just saying the fact that, you know, there are so many people that need someone to step up to the plate to step up to the plate. So Amen. we want to honor, we want to honor the men today that do that, that step up to the plate. They may not be in the household with the child. They may not be with the child's mother. They may not be the child's pastor, none of that, but he may be the baseball coach or the football coach or or the Boys and Girls Club counselor or the, the Boy Scouts counselor, whatever, however God has ordained you to come into that child's life, be a mentor to that child. It is I vital. Agree. It is vital agree, that we don't Amen. have these fatherless children running out there with these little girls on the street selling their body because they don't think they're worth anything because their father never affirmed them, or these boys out on the street killing and robbing and stealing and looting because, again, they don't have anything to value or exemplify
1: themselves behind. So it's it's important. Go ahead, sis. I agree with that. Oh, man, Elder, you you just, you just really spitting it out there, and that's just so powerful and so strong. You know, and I, I'm the same way. Again, thank you for the ones that have stepped to the plate when it wasn't really your responsibility. But I'm going to say this to you. My biggest saying is it takes a village to raise a child. And if you don't have any mm. children out there, if God has given you the ministry, if God has given you the gift to be able to speak to different people, young men, then be a big brother. Big brothers and big sisters is a good organization. Yes. Go and be a, a, yes. a team mentor. You're not stuck with that child in your house. You don't have to buy that child's hmm. clothes, but you would be surprised what an hour can make a difference spending with a young man. You know, I, yeah. I have a lot of single girlfriends. So I was just speaking to my boss just a minute ago because she just went through a separation and with her her um, children, two children, son and a daughter, father. And it's very painful for her. And I just asked her just a minute ago. I said, would you like to speak? Because that's what it's all about, is being transparent. She said, I might get a little emotional. But while you were speaking, Elder, I was asking her some questions. Do you notice a lack? Do you notice a difference? She said, it's a big difference. Because, see, when when their mm. father was at home, and I would tell them to do something, and they would, you know, a kid do sometimes be mischievous. But when I said, I'm going to tell your father, mm-hmm. then they was able to straighten up. Mm. Because that's how strong right. a role model that he had. But what's happening right. now is, and it's the truth, and, 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 you, and you have to understand, that is, is another show at another time. I have to tell people, marriage is a, a, a unit. Marriage is a vow. Yeah. You make it to God first. And let me say something, yeah. too. You know, when you go in a restaurant and you ask for a steak they're going to basically ask you, what size do you want? You can either have some french fries, a baked potato, a salad, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get some more sides to go with mm-hmm. it. Why? Because it tastes good. Well, that's no different than when you walk into a union or a relationship or whatever it is with a woman. You want to go in there, that's the state. But she may have some sides along with it. So you have to take the sides mm-hmm. that came with that main dish. and and And, it, and it's so important. I can't Said enough, sis. I just, my prayer is for the family unit. My prayer is um, for the males to always, the word of God said that the male is the head, not the tail. But what has happened Mm. is when the males leave out of the household, they've left us no choice but to be the head and the tail. So then what happens is that mother is doing it for so long. And ladies, let me tell you this too. Stop trying to make your son your husband. Or your man. Lord he Lord is Jesus, your say son. that again. Yeah, stop. Yeah, now, I got to. We're trying to make your son your man. He's not your man. Mm. He's your son. And see, unfortunately, that's mm. another thing that gets miscommunicated. Because then then what, what happens is and when you have another child or daughter or whatever, you're allowing him to try to give the rules or regulations over that, those other children. And then he doesn't have time to grow and figure out who he is. I can't tell no young mm. male how to be a male because my my parts, my plumbing is totally different. I It's hard. You can mm. tell them because you educated, you can read a book, but it's nothing different than right. when a man sits down and go, I know what you're feeling. I remember when I was a young man around your age, I was feeling the same thing. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Be a mentor. Be a positive impact. And what we were speaking to is the, the Holy Spirit put on my spirit today what I've been speaking to a lot of people today is if you're not an asset in anything that you're in, then you're a liability. If you're not an mm. asset in a relationship, wow. you're not an asset to, to whatever, then you're a liability. Move out the way. Because all you're going to do mm. is just, it, it doesn't make it any better. You'll destroy it even more. I tell men this all yes. the time. You know what I'm saying? I sometimes says, you know, when I was single, me would go, you married? No. You have any children? Five. And I don't have five children, but I did that just to see where they where they were. You know what I'm saying? Because, and you'll be surprised. No. So, ladies, take your time. Don't just pick a man because it's for you. If the Lord is putting on your heart it's time to get married or in a relationship, pick a man that's going to accept what comes with you and everything about yes. you. Don't yes. sit there. It's so sad to me to see women get in relationships. And all they care about is that man satisfying them in bed. But your kids are saying, he don't do us right. When you're gone, he's treating us this way. He's just yanking us around. He's doing this, he's doing that. It's important who you pick and who you are bringing in that house over your children. Yes, it is. And it's yes, so sad, it is. But it is a mother's responsibility. And if you don't have any inkling, no clue. Then I'm like Michael Jackson. Sit and look at the man in the mirror first before you start making choices mm-hmm. for your children and other people around you.
0: Right, amen.
1: So, amen. Amen. Stop
0: dragging all these men in front of your children. I, I will tell you that no. heartbeat. You know, I, I hey, I was out there. Okay, promiscuity was my middle name, but I promise you, my kids didn't see it. Okay, and you could not come to my house because I don't know you like that. I may do stuff with oh, my ma'am. body with you, but you will not be in my house in front of my children because you didn't warrant that. You didn't deserve that. My kids can tell you to this day, they have only seen me live with two men in their entire lives. They are 44 and 45 years old, okay? One was my daughter's father, and the other one is my husband. So, you know, we, about we, we didn't play people. that. They didn't see people. You know, they, they they didn't see people in yeah. and out of my house. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 yeah, no. no, 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 they no. Because, first, no. first of all, I, like I said, I don't know you like that. And if you mess with one of my children, then, you know, my kids done lost me too, because I done took you out. So that was number one. I couldn't afford Amen. that seriously. Number two, I had a son and a daughter that no matter what my life was, I still had a responsibility to train them up in the way they should go. Now, I did not know God like I know God now when I was raising my children, but I knew enough of God and knew enough of morality to know. I never wanted my children to know the person promiscuity that my life was taking on because I wanted my son to respect women and I wanted my daughter to respect herself
1: and not to be
0: from man to man to man. So, you know, and and I know you can say it was hypocritical or whatever, and I give you that, but I was protecting mine, okay? I was protecting mine. And when you out in the world, heathens do what heathens do. And I was definitely one of those at one time. So, you know, but ladies, you got to recognize and understand what you're doing. You got to recognize and understand what you're doing. And here is what's really, really important. As you just said, Tam, have that conversation before you bring somebody up in your house when you're talking about, oh, it's going to be me and you against the world and you got children. Let let, huh. let let's talk about your relationship in, in where a child is concerned. What what are your parenting techniques? What do you see yourself as when you think of yourself as being a parent? You know, I mean these are this That's is another powerful. show that we gotta dive into. Amen. But this is some important Amen. stuff. And and above all else, you take it before God. God, is this the right person that I want to bring into my house? Let me tell you, the person that I thought was my heart down love of my life. I I, I promise you I it was just like, yeah, this is that one I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with, whatever, whatever. And it did not work out. And after he died, I promise you. I found out that he was a molester of his sister when she was little. I had no idea of that. Imagine this man had he been in my house and touched my child. You know what you I'm going to come on. You never yes. know. You never know what you're dealing with. So you've gotta you got to be cautious and careful. You know, and as parents, as mothers, as and, and wait a minute, ladies, 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 let me say this to you. You have a good man in your house, the father of your children, or, or not biologically, but they're in your home. They are good to you and your family, and they try to warn you about some little naughty – Hey boy, that your daughter has brought home, and you buck up against him instead of listening, listen, listen, because game no game. And that man you. can probably see something in that boy that yes, you do see just like your son can bring home a woman, and you can look at that girl and say, mm no, baby, that ain't the one. You ain't the one. Because you, you ain't know, the know one. what you're seeing. You know what Amen, you're looking Elder. at. So, so, ladies, take the time to back up a little bit and take a listen and watch. Look and observe, because I promise you, like I said, game knows game. And that man, he's peeping that brother's game.
1: You better come on. You know, Elder, that's powerful, because, you know, I have to, again, speak on my father, uh, my stepfather, which is uh, the only reason why I'm saying step, to try to just let, people, you know, the audience know the difference between the two. But let me tell you something. When we were growing mm-hmm. up, it was uh, three girls. It was four girls, but three, we stayed with my mother. And I remember when we started dating, he would come in and he would make the guys come over first and sit them down and let him know what his rules were and what they were and mm-hmm. what they were not going to do. And my father mm-hmm. let them know, if you put mm-hmm. your hands on them, you might as well don't even worry about it. you you ready to take a dirt nap. And he would always set his shotgun mm-hmm. in the corner and say, that's what you're going to be dealing with old Susie right there. If you put your hands on my daughter. Well, mm-hmm. what I love because mm-hmm. it made me feel proud for the first time in my life of being molested and abused at, at a young age and this man is stepping up for me, making me feel like I was important. And I remember he yeah. would say to him, you better have my daughter's home at this time. Don't honk your horn to come pick them up. They're not whores. They're ladies. Okay. You will come to the door and Thank get you. them out of my hands." Yeah. And 12 o'clock midnight, yeah. I didn't say 1201 and I didn't say 1205. We had a message that you remember on Las Vegas on the news ago, it's 12 o'clock curfew time. And the Metropolitan TV asked, do you know where your children are? My dad used to tell our mm-hmm. dad, I want to know where my children are, and they better be in the house when that come on. I didn't say after. I said it when they do. And let me tell you sis, When we would all yep. date, you, it, let me tell you the funniest part. We would all go our separate ways. But about 5 till 12, you heard tired screeching. coming home. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was getting out, walking us to the door, and, and knocking on the door, giving us back to our fathers. And let me tell you something. There is nothing wrong with that you got to start it. No, I'm not going to tell you that didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do when I got grown. But I will tell you this, as you said again, Elder, raise the child up which way they should go. So if they depart, they will soon follow, meaning they will be able to remember those laws and those bylaws. Because now that I'm a grown woman, I can appreciate even more of what kind of father that I really had. (laughs) So that's the blessing of it. And, you know,
0: and that's so, the father's so, goal is to make you feel protected. You know what I'm saying? To affirm you, to to give you, you know, your value. You know what I'm saying? To allow yes. you to know that you are just that valuable that, you know, I'm not going to let something just happen to you. You know, yes. I am going to step in. And some powerful. powerful.
1: Yeah, so to answer the question, are men important in our lives? Yes. And I'm praying for all yes. the men out there in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that God will give you the heart and the compassion to be able to bring the family unit back together. It is so important. You know, Hallelujah. people laugh because yes. the Chinese people and the Mexicans. Pay attention. The Mexicans' are, mm-hmm. men are so wrong in their family unit. They start off mm-hmm. with that woman. I don't say that they don't feed and do whatever they want to, but they're there with their children. I promise you I see it, and that's why the unit of Hispanic families are so powerful. Take the Chinese people and put the Muslims. I hate to take different groups, and and I'm not putting anybody on a pedestal. But certain people believe, even if a Muslim has five or ten wives, he still remains true to the wife he has and the kids. He takes no more on Mm -hmm. than what he can afford. That should be a good Mm -hmm. lesson for a lot of our young brothers out there. Stop having babies you ain't ready yeah. to be a daddy just because you want to say Amen. you got a baby. And you can't even afford to buy diapers. Amen. I'm not trying to down you. Hey. But guess what? When you stick your PP in a hole, make sure you know what hole you're sticking it in. And if you can't afford it, cover it up and don't go in that hole.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, we have come to the end of the show. This has been good, 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 good. Thank you, sis, for joining me. This has been phenomenal, for real, for real. We're going to close it out now, but again, we want to give honor to all those good men out there that have fathered and reared and, and affirmed and protected your, your children and others as well. So we give God praise for you. Tune in with us again next Sunday. 5 p.m. Eastern, when we'll have some more real talk on real issues on the It's Real radio talk show. God bless. God bless. Love you, sir. Love you, too. Let's keep it real.